Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker. I'm an author, producer, two-time Emmy Award winner, and host of That Girl the Podcast. Each week, I bring on inspiring people and stories to help you become that girl or that guy in your life. That Girl the Podcast is based on the romantic comedy That Girl a Novel, which is now available as a podcast to listen to. Listen to each chapter about finding yourself and adulting in L.A., Find That Girl and Novel everywhere you listen to your podcasts. You can also find it on Amazon to buy the Kindle or paperback of. For more, find us at thatgirlthepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at thatgirlthepodcast and our Patreon page. Welcome, Stephanie Hamato, to That Girl, the podcast. I am Jackie Brubaker, your host, and today we are going to talk about being overachievers, overproducers, just going too far down the type A overproducing road. (laughs) That's that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, Stephanie has been on the show many times before. She's one of my favorite guests. She is a talented and successful hairstylist. She is a, can I can I call you a life coach? Is that what sure. you want to be called? Okay. Sure. <laughs> she she coaches people on um, self-improvement and development, and she's just a smart lady. So I'm very happy to have her back. Plus, she's one of my best friends. So. Ah, thanks, Jackie. I'm always happy to be on your podcast. It's always <laughs> a good time with so many topics. I feel like we'll never run out of topics. <laughs> God, let's freaking hope so. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I don't know, what are we going to talk about? And then something happens. I'm like, thank God. Here it is. There's the, yep. there's the topic. You <laughs> came up with this topic actually. And when you said it to me, I was like, oh yes, yes. We will talk about this forever. Yeah. So yep. let's talk about both you and I are successful, independent women. And we have worked very hard for what we have, and we continue to work hard for more. Um, but we both, I think we are both trying to find a better balance as well and to have more fun and to have more downtime, just self-care, all of that. But maybe let's start with what is an overachiever, overproducer, however you want to put it. Yeah. So I think you and I have this in common that we tend to be the type of people who if we're stressed out or if anything's going on, rather than shutting down, we dive into lots of work. Like we ramp up (laughs) projects and we volunteer for all the things and we help all the friends and, you know, everything, which, you know, in and of itself, these traits are definitely not a bad thing. And it, you know, it's not like a judgment thing here, but it's just something to be aware of in our own personalities that we tend to go, 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 go and not necessarily take enough time always to slow down and really enjoy life. Because sometimes we get so busy being busy that we forget to actually be present and be in whatever moment or whatever season we're in. Um, And so I know like for me, this is why this topic came up recently is like, I tend to always be like going, going, going and trying to overachieve. And once I hit one goal, I want to hit the next goal. And again, volunteer for all the things. Um, but, but recently I found myself in a season where I'm like, huh, like I'm actually finding myself being a little more present and having a little more downtime and being okay with it. And mm. I was like, oh, I feel like this is a topic we should talk about. 
because I'm sure there's lots of people out there that are similar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, quarantine, I was more tired and more busy than I was in my normal life before. Like I totally was like, I'm going to make most of this, which is great. And some wonderful things were made during quarantine, but then, you know, life started back up and you're right. Like you're doing so many things that I want to just attribute it to. I don't think it's just age, but I'd like to say part of it is age is that you kind of hit a place where you're like, either a, I'm physically too tired. (laughs) I just, I can't do any more than what I'm doing. This is it. My back hurts. We're done. (laughs) You know, um, it's couch time. Um, but I also think for me personally, I've really felt that I'm not trying to live in a hamster wheel of let me show you, let me get that validation. I mean, everyone likes to be validated, but like, I wasn't, I always like to say like, I wasn't the dancing monkey, you know, with the little, the symbols are like, bing, 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 bing. Like I'm, I wasn't, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm leaving that kind of place where even if it's a great project or idea or whatever, I'm, I'm just like, it is. And, um, that's what it is, but I'm not going to take it. You know, like someone talked to me recently about, um, producing a podcast and I was like, yeah, this would be an amazing true crime podcast, but, I don't have the time and or the mental capacity to do it. So I felt like that was progress, just feeling my own feelings come up of, you don't have to do this. It, it isn't necessary. Life isn't going to change. I mean, life changes all the time, but like it isn't necessary and you can just say no. Well, and that's so empowering, which, you know, a lot of this is all about self-empowerment and there's so much power in being able to honor your no and to have a boundary and to say like, yes, could I take this on? I probably could, but is that going to serve my greatest and highest good right now? No. And so I'm going to go ahead and say no, which to an overachiever and an overproducer, that's very uncomfortable because number one, we tend to want to please, you know, we might want the, like you said, the validation or the kudos or whatever that comes along with accomplishment um, but is it always in our best interest? No. So it's just really powerful what you just said. Um, but it also, you, you dabbled a little bit on the validation part, which brings me to why, why did we become overachievers? Why did we become overproducers? And overachiever might be like not quite the right word because you can be an overproducer and not necessarily be super, super successful. It just means that you're Mm. filling your time, right? Like you are every second of your day of your week of your month is like planned is Mm. busy. Mm. You know, the the work's never done. So you can always find something that you still have left to do. Um, And so I think there's a few reasons that people tend to get into becoming or their personality tends to be a little bit overproductive. And one is going to be like anyone who maybe seeked the approval or attention from their parents as children. Mm -hmm. So maybe, and for whatever reason, like our parents are not necessarily bad, right? But they may have been distracted. Maybe they were busy working. Mm -hmm. And so we worked extra hard to get their attention, to get their love. Um, And maybe they were not saying our parents, but there are parents out there who are very critical. And so then, you know, kids learn to 
walk the line, to be perfect, to overachieve, to get the straight A's, to, you know, get valedictorian, to Mm -hmm. um, be in all the clubs and get all the awards or whatever, because they just want their parent to tell them that they did a good job. And so, you know, that translate into adulthood is like, you know, if you found yourself seeking the attention or approval or whatever it was as a child, um, or maybe you had a lot of siblings, right? So you had to do like extra Mm. like song and dance show so that someone would be like looking at you, you know? Mm -hmm. So for whatever reason, we we may have been seeking that, you know, that kudos or that pat on the back as a kid. Mm -hmm. So then as adults, we continue that cycle and we keep like trying to like, win or achieve or accomplish or whatever. Cause at the end of the day, you know, we all want approval, but what that really means is we all want to be loved. And so when we are diving into all of this, like hyper achievement and um, overproducing, what we're really saying, like underneath that is I don't feel worthy of love. Like I don't feel worthy just as I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't feel worthy of love or just being me. Like I am enough. And we hear that phrase a lot. I am enough. You're enough. But a lot of people just do not believe it. Like just yeah. don't believe it. I know I've not believed it at times. I'm sure you have as well. Um, and it always goes back to our parents, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> always, always, always like there's only like maybe one or two things in your life. You're like, no, that wasn't my parent, but close, real close. Um, yeah, that those are some amazing points. Um, what what do you think helps over producers start to kind of get out of the hamster wheel? Well, I think a lot of work on yourself, because this is sort of like, you know, I I hope this isn't being insensitive to anyone, but you know, you can't tell someone with an eating disorder, for instance, just to eat, right? Like, like the problem is so much bigger than that. So it's like, you can't just treat the symptom or the obvious thing. You have to go underneath it to uncover where is this coming from and why, and like start to sit with some hard feelings in order to get to the other side of it. And I know for me, like our friend who, you know, Ashley Berry, she'll call me out on this all the time time because I have a tendency to steal my own time. And what that means is um, like, I'll look at a couple weeks out and all the little spots in my schedule that I have a free couple hours, I end up filling it with things. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's friends, maybe it's boyfriend, maybe it's kid stuff, whatever it is, but I just end up filling it. So then what happens is when those weeks come, you know, to be, now all of my time is taken and I'm tired and I'm overworked and I'm mm-hmm. exhausted and I'm just go, 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 go. I don't feel like I can cancel on anybody because there's that, you know, people pleasing thing. I like to be accountable and dependable and all that stuff. Um, and so she'll call me out on it and be like, well, I understand you don't mind being busy, but I'm wondering if you're avoiding some hard feelings right now by mm-hmm. keeping yourself so busy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, of course I'm like, like annoyed in the moment, <laughs> but then, you know, when I like take a minute to really process that yeah. I will in- be intentional about the next time I do have even an hour of downtime, not to turn on the TV, not to scroll social media, not to do anything, but sit there and really try to be in my feelings. And it's amazing 
what comes up when you really give yourself that space Mm -hmm. to feel the feelings and to let your mind wander into all the things that are like maybe happening in the background subconsciously. Mm -hmm. But when you like sit there and really let yourself focus on them, I'm like, okay, here's where I'm feeling inadequate. Here's where I'm feeling self-judgment. Here's where I'm feeling I'm not good enough or, you know, everyone's going to figure out I'm, you know, whatever, like I'm a loser, I'm a fraud or whatever Mm -hmm. these negative self-talk things are. And not to say that we want to necessarily think those things, but those things are there anyways. We're just not always conscious of them. So I think the first step for me or my advice would be to give yourself time and space without distraction, um, without, again, Netflix or anything, any device or screen or anything to distract you and really sit with those hard feelings would be the first step. That's a huge and scary step because most of the time people are staying busy because they really don't want to feel those feelings. So I feel like if you're even able to get to a place where you're like, I'm going to take five minutes away from all of my devices. I'm just going to sit here in this chair and close my eyes and just be with myself. Like that's already taking a huge step in your progress and just listening to what your, your inner child is saying, you know, what, what do they need? Um, and then listening to your adult self, like, what do you need? You know, are you burning out? physically, mentally, emotionally, probably. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, it's like, oh, you know, we talked about this too. It's like um, a proven study that after, you know, $50,000 a year, it's all relative and it doesn't really make a huge impact. Even though you have more money, you're spending it the same way that you would if you had 50 grand a year. So it's not about like, oh, I need more and more and more and more and more. What I've noticed is that I just get bored. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I bought all the stuff I wanted to buy. So um, now what? You know, like it's not about, oh, well, I'll work myself to, you know, to the bone. I'll make all this money and then I'll spend it. And then I have to do it all over again. Like, is that what I'm living for? Is that what I'm here to do? Um, And, you know, my my whole thing and your whole thing too, is just like, what, what is my purpose? Yes. And instead of, and I think this is true because a lot of people would call me a jack of all trades and I have done a lot of things because I am extremely creative and I'm, I'm a producer for sure, like for real. And I'll also like, I do produce a lot of things, <laughs> but like, you know, for me, it's fun to do all of that. But again, like as I've gotten older, I'm just like, yeah, I'm only going to focus on a few of these things. Um, unless other people are taking them over and I just like facilitate a little bit. I, it's not important. What's, what's really becoming more important. And I think this is maybe the goal is to find more peace with yourself, with your friends, with your family and your relationships. And that peace kind of gets you out of the hamster wheel, kind of gets you out of the need to succeed at everything. And you can just start enjoying your life. Absolutely. Um, something you've talked about too, or you just mentioned is, you know, keeping yourself busy with all of these activities in your schedule <laughs> and how that's like avoidant of feelings. Um, I know it kind of just touched on that, but that can't always just be with work. Cause like when I think of that, I think, oh yeah, that's work for me. Like I'm constantly just like work, 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 work. <clears throat> like I've got stuff booked. Um, 
but people do that with, you know, their social lives and they never really kind of like get to what they need to be doing with their careers. Like it could be switched, right? Maybe they're an overproducer in their social life and like never had their shit together with their career. And now they're like, well, crap. Now I'm on that hamster wheel and I don't even want to get off of it. Cause like, then I'm going to have to, I don't know, figure out what I want to do with my life or something. And that's terrifying. You know, that's, that's not a fun place to be. Um, what do you think about that? Like, what are your thoughts? Well, absolutely. I think that overproducing, it can be, like you said, in any area of your life. And I think that if you're finding yourself more veering towards it socially, then there's, again, that sense of validation that you get. And it it all comes down to feeling significant. Mm -hmm. So whether it's significant because you got the promotion at work or, you know, you're getting awards at work or whatever, or if it's, you feel significant because you've been to all the social functions and look how important I must be if I'm being invited to these things and I Mm -hmm. must show my face so that they think to invite me again and so Mm -hmm. on and so forth. So it's just different sides of the same coin. It's the same, it's the same underlying need for approval and for love and attention and all those things that we're seeking. And it's a, it's actually a scarce, a scarcity mentality because on some Mm -hmm. level, what you're telling the universe and what you're, what you're acting out is that if I don't do these things, I'm not worthy. If I don't do these things, I won't be loved. I won't be liked. I won't be significant. I won't be important. Right. So uh, I think intention is really important. So how you were saying that, you know, you have all these creative projects and all these things that you really enjoy doing. Um, does that make you an overproducer or does that make it off balance somehow? Um, it can and it cannot. If you're doing things from a genuine place, like from a, this lights me up inside and mm-hmm. I feel really good when these creative juices are flowing and I'm very passionate about this project and I'm so happy that I'm doing it. Uh, I think that's great. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you're doing things from a place of, well, I'm spread really thin right now. I've just taken on another thing that I'm now going to resent doing mm-hmm. because I feel obligated because if I don't do it, then I drop a ball somewhere and then people will basically figure out that I'm not worthy again. Right. So I guess yes. it's, about, it's about looking at your intention behind things. Um, you know, are you doing it from a genuine place? Are you doing it from a scarcity place that if I don't do it, somehow that's going to reflect poorly on me. Like if I don't do this thing, then I'm not going to get the attention. I'm not going to get the accolades. I'm not going to be famous or whatever it is. You know, a lot of times we're doing things for external reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's another thing just to look at. And I liked what you mentioned about getting the next thing and then you make more money and somehow you're still not fulfilled, right? You're like, Mm -hmm. when I get to 70,000 a year, I'm going to be happy. Nope. Okay. I'm not happy. When I get to 90,000 a year, I'm going to be happy. When I get to six figures, I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. And like, eventually, you know, you keep hitting all these goals, which goals are fine to a degree, but then you keep arriving at them and you're still unhappy or you're Mm -hmm. still empty inside. And so I think it's just the really important thing to note. Uh, There's a saying that's like, if you're not grateful for where you're at, you'll never be grateful for where you get. Mm -hmm. And so I think the thing to sink into or lean into here with, with this topic is to look at what you've already done and look at what you already have and find a way to be really proud of yourself and grateful for it. 
And that's not to say have fake gratitude. Like if you're having a bad day, you can have a bad day. You don't have to pretend to be grateful all the time. But I, you know, if you know that this is a trait of yours, that you overextend yourself, you overexert yourself, start looking at where you're already at and really try to fall in love with your life, fall in love with who you already are. And then that's a better jumping off point to keep growing versus hating yourself or hating something about you or feeling a lot of insecurity about who you are. And now you're seeking external validation to mask how you feel about yourself. Um, So it's working from the inside out, basically. Yeah. And that I think is the cure right there. Like what you just said, learning to really appreciate who you are, what's really inside of you, what really lights you up and really loving yourself for that is the cure to this. Because when you are loving yourself and respecting yourself and respecting your heart and your head, you just don't do things that you don't really want to do or you feel obligated to do. You just say, no, I can't, I'm sorry. Or you just say no to begin with. And just that alone is so, so, so powerful. Just the finding that to, I think if someone was listening or <laughs> there are people listening, for those of you who are listening, I'm, <laughs> I'm <sorry>. listening. <laughs> I'm actually listening. <laughs> There's a TikTok like that. <laughs> um, no, you know, and they're, and they're thinking like, I don't know how to stop the hamster wheel. I don't know how to stop overproducing. Like, what do I, what am I supposed to do? But really it is just like, like you said, like maybe even just write a list of things that you like to do, things yeah. that you like about yourself, things that you liked about yourself when you were younger that you haven't done in a while. Like, let's start from the beginning. Like, what do you still like? And try doing those things. Waste your time, honestly, yes. with doing things that make you really happy instead of things that make you busy. Yeah. And that is the key because, I mean, you know, I, I think I've made it kind of clear, but like, I'm definitely like back in musical theater and auditioning and like doing all of the stuff. And that's all that matters to me. Like it is my top priority and everything else comes below it. Sorry, podcast. I love you so much. You're, you're my favorite, but um, mm-hmm. it's like musical theater and then just tiny bit below podcast. But it's so important to me that like everything else gets pushed away because it's just not time right now. And I don't even know if I want to make time for new things that come through, you know? Well, that's great. And that's, but that's like taking what lights you up inside, like you said, and just doing it. And when you are giving yourself the feed, you're feeding that love to yourself, you're honoring yourself, you're spending your time doing stuff that makes you really happy. Like you said, you do, you start to self-love and respect and like you get to say no to people easier. You don't even have to think about it. It's just like, oh no, I can't, sorry. Yeah. Well, I want to paint a little bit of a picture because um, I'm sure all of us have at some point taken a nice vacation in our life. And it's interesting. Still waiting. (laughs) You've never, ever had a vacation. I mean, I... I've been to beautiful places, but I've been working. So yeah, I need a vacation. Okay. Jackie needs a vacation. So anyone that wants to invite her on one. Um, Need to go to the Maldives. Yeah, Maldives for sure. Um, But like, so if you can picture the last time you've been on a really great, like longer vacation, maybe like at least a week, um, you sort of get 
lost in this, in being super present, right? Like you get lost in like just wandering around and like discovering different shops and restaurants and beaches and like, oh, look at like the the local culture here is so different. And you just really end up savoring life. And um, I feel like even as an overproducer, when you have that physical, um, physical distance from being able to do any actual work, you're able to be a little bit more in the moment and present. And that's when all these like wonderful moments and the being present and whatever starts to happen. But then the thing is we go back to our regular life and then we're like, go, 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 go. go. And we totally throw it out the window and we just tell ourselves we can only have that experience Mm -hmm. when we are physically away from whatever our tasks are. Mm -hmm. And so I guess another like thing that you can do in the meantime is you don't have to get on a plane to have that experience. So I would, you know, sort of set some time aside in your day, in your week, wherever that you can treat it like you're on vacation and really like turn off your phone or leave it in the car, whatever you have to do and just wander, wander your own city, wander a nearby city, go explore like a neighborhood you haven't been to just like get lost in time. And, Mm -hmm. um, again, and like to your point that we don't, we don't prioritize enough doing things like this to, to light us up. So maybe it's dancing maybe it's uh, sewing. I don't know, whatever like childhood things that you were talking about that you really enjoy doing, find ways to add that into your schedule more. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I wanted to know, uh, talking about leaving some space just to sit with your feelings and process your feelings. Once you're there, it's really handy to also have like a notebook that you can write down some of your feelings and thoughts and things. Uh, I feel like there's something really magical that happens from journaling Mm -hmm. that, you know, sometimes things get in your, it's stuck in your head, but sometimes putting them out on paper, you can like articulate a little bit more what you're feeling, what you're thinking. You can follow that thought all the way down to like down the rabbit hole, follow it all the way through. Um, so yeah, just a few, a few ideas. And you said something about like the cure to being an overproducer. I don't think any of us are getting cured by the way. (laughs) Like I I am certainly not cured, but, um, but yeah, getting better and, uh, knowing that like, it's always a work in progress because you, you might go through seasons where you're like, Oh, I'm doing a lot better with not being overproductive or stealing all my time and overproducing and stuff. And then you might slip right back into it at some point. So just remembering we're all works in progress. We're all human. It's okay. And again, there's no judgment behind it. You know, the flip side of being an overproducer would be being someone who shuts down when they're stressed or, you know, anxious Mm -hmm. or whatever else. And again, there's, it's not a judgment and neither is better or worse, but I think the goal is to find yourself somewhere in the middle where you're productive intentionally, and then you have downtime intentionally, and you're not doing either of those things from an unintentional place. Absolutely. Well, this has been fantastic, Stephanie. Tell people how they can find you. Um, you can slide into my DMs <laughs> at Style and Smile on Instagram. <laughs> Would slide be the into best way. Yeah. <laughs> and all of Stephanie's I'm like, info. I want some attention. <laughs> I know. Validate Sorry. me. Um, all of Stephanie's, <laughs> all of Stephanie's um, info and details will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on. Every Thank time, you for having me. Every time. She'll be back, you guys. So go give her some love on Insta. Go follow her. 
<laughs> Bye, girl. I'll see you Bye. later. Bye. See you. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube at That Girl the Podcast.